It's time for Two Blokes Talking Tech. There is a lot going on in technology, as always. For the latest news and information about technology. It's fantastic to get these speeds on a mobile phone, isn't it? The speeds on this thing are amazing. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Very nice, snappy performance. It's a good phone. Yeah, there's a few pros and cons with this. With Trevor Long from yourtechlife.com. Now, my advice to people who like this kind of service is... And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. I really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music anywhere. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Stephen and Trevor always providing the best advice. Lots to talk about on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Welcome to episode 280 of Two Blokes Talking Tech. Trevor Long from EFTM.com.au joined each and every week by Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. Thanks to the good people at Netgear. We'll tell you about them and the Orbi home Wi-Fi system shortly. Stephen, welcome to the EFTM studio. How are you going, Trevor? Mate, I am just great. Passport, passport control was really quick. They were, they were, you great. got through immigration yeah, okay up here in the okay. north, did you, mate? Yeah, yeah. Geez. Thanks for making the journey, buddy. Frequent <laughs> fly points, though. Absolutely. Well, it's about time. I think you've had a few uh, a few runs in the Tech Guide Theatre. We have. So it's about time they you, are, you had a home. You're due for a home well, game. Let's be honest, more comfortable seats in the Tech Guide Theatre. Okay, I'm happy to admit that. <laughs> yeah, that's all good. We have uh, all the week's tech news coming up here for you on Two Blokes Talking Tech. Now, this was an interesting one to me because it has absolutely no relevance to Australians, but I think that people are captivated by the idea, uh, by how it works, by whether or not it will come to Australia. And what we're talking about is Amazon Go. Now, Amazon, let's just give a backstory here, a huge internet shopping giant. Uh, more than just books now, they sell everything from groceries to, to books, obviously. They have they, warehouses. They kind of kicked off, didn't they? Like, can you think of another online seller that, that's gone as big as they have? They kind of pioneered they are the whole they online are, space. They are internet shopping. Yes. As Kleenex is to tissues and Google's is to search, yep. Amazon is to internet shopping, I yep. think. In, e- e-commerce even. Yep. It's still the ugliest website in the history of websites. I mean, seriously. I mean, do some research. It must work for what them. What I though. love about it, though, is when you get on there, it suggests so many good things that's that their, you're interested that's in. Their, their that's their secret source. Yeah. Their secret source yeah. is knowing what you might want because of what other people have wanted yep. and recommending things to you. So they sell groceries. You can online shop in, in America with Amazon and be delivered to your door and get your groceries. They are also opening bricks and mortar stores as normal bricks and mortar shops do because they need a slice of that pie, pardon the food pun. But what they've opened uh, is a little store called Amazon Go and it's just for their staff at the moment because it's in their their hometown, Seattle. Um, But the theory is that next year it'll be available to all people. And here's how it works. You walk into the store and there's, think of a, a Sydney Transport Trains kind of yeah, T- turnstiles. Like, an Opal, like an Opal station. Instead of waving your Opal card, you wave your smartphone with a barcode, QR code from your Amazon app. You wave that on the turnstile as you walk in, you walk in. You put the app, you put the phone away in your pocket, in your bag, whatever you want, and you walk around and grab what you want. You grab one thing, you grab 10, whatever it is, and you walk out. There are no checkouts, not a self-checkout, not a self-scanning, not a man's checkout, not even a queue. You just walk out yeah. of the store. Yeah. And it bills you for what you bought. Brilliant, absolutely brilliant. The There's, concept is brilliant. There is some some deep technology behind it though, which well, is interesting. They're, the they're talking. Of, it's the same sort of thing where, with self driving cars yes. and sensors, computer vision. So they're obviously got these set, the setup where it can see you taking a, a, a can of drink off the shelf yep. or whatever it happens to be. And if you look at the video that they've they've put up about it, if you put that back again, 
it'll take it out of your basket, your cart. That's pretty intelligent. So imagine um, they have a technology called LiDAR, which is on the roof of these self-driving cars, especially the one I saw with Ford. And in real time, having a look at these, and you look at them on YouTube, it's amazing. Um, the the technology can literally, it just it can see everything. It can see every minuscule leaf on a tree. So imagine that there's these sensors all through the store. And, and remember, you've walked in and you've registered your body as a particular yeah, Amazon account, right? has been registered. And so it can follow that presence. Computers can follow that presence everywhere. And whenever that presence, and it sounds weird, but that's the best <laughs> thing to do, is grabs an item. It knows which item you grab because it's down to the centimeter of where you, what you grabbed. One can yep. from another. Yep. And it puts it into your shopping cart. Amazing. Oh. Put, put that into context for this time of year. Like yeah. How crazy is the shopping right now? Even grocery. Like you go to a supermarket. And Groceries are the worst right you've now. You've got to put them into a, a basket, then take them all out again, register, and then put, put them, them all in, back put in Put them in another bag. So it, it is, it's stressful. It's time-consuming. Imagine. So here's, here's my experience the other day. I went to Hornsby. Uh, Woolworths, we had there because I was going to Hornsby something else, and I had to get like margarine, like two things, right? Yep. And with Harry we, or, or Jackson, we walk in, or, chips and margarine, that's all we're getting. We walked in, and I've gone to get them, and we've had to stand in a queue for the self checkout and then scan it myself, put it in another bag. Mm-hmm. With the Amazon Go concept, because I, I just, you know, I want to see it myself <laughs> before yep. anything happens, but you walk into the store, you grab the chips, you grab the margarine, you walk out. Yeah. I mean, that's it. It's a very cool bit of tech. And now, there's obviously a bunch of risks around it from Amazon's perspective, which they would wear, but it's not like it's going to be an uh, autonomous store. There'll still be people there. Oh, yeah. They'll still have staff. Of course, people, they don't have robots restocking you know the shelves, do they? I reckon they'd have to have more people than Aldi. Like, you know, Aldi doesn't have many people. It's yeah. like the checkout person and then one or two other walking like, around. You know what I like about Aldi? The checkout person's always sitting down. Have you noticed that? Does, that your, uh, does your Aldi yeah. person sit down? Oh, so yeah. they seem a bit more chilled. Or, or lazy. More relaxed. Whichever way you want to look at it. <laughs> and what I love is that what they've got things next to each other. Like they've got a 65-inch 4K TV mm. next to a car jack or something like that. You know I mean? That's like right. All these just ridic- ridiculous yeah, yeah. And, items. And, and likewise, what I love is not being able to find anything that you really need. <laughs> yeah. But if you want to need a new pair of work boots or a crash helmet, Mate, Aldi's I went to get go. just, you know, plastic bags, you know, just Ziploc bags. It took me an hour to find the bloody yeah, things. And, you know, they, and they don't give you a bag. If you want a bag you to gotta put your items, you've got to pay 15 cents for the thing. Yeah. We spent about $1,000 on bags here because <laughs> I went up there Funny. recently because they built one up the corner from us and I went with the kids and we, yeah. rode, we rode our bikes and everything. Yeah. And I, we bought four things and I walked out and went, ah, oh, damn, <laughs> yeah, have a, I have a bag. <laughs> I'm jamming Cotty's chocolate topping into VV's little scooter bag. I'm trying everything because we had ice cream yeah, in it. Anyway, wow. we digress pretty heavily from the um, Amazon but no, story. One but, thing, one but, thing so, I wanted to bring up with Amazon Go is that uh, I think it would also be a great way to combat shoplifting. Like, so, so, so would everyone, it? everyone, but no, if, if you'd know, if someone hasn't scanned at the door, you think, hang on, mate, you haven't scanned at the door. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so immediately. You've told them who you are when you walk in the store. So it's impossible for, once you've scanned to shoplift because everything you take off the shelf, it, it bills to your account. Yeah, and it's not like they don't have cameras rolling to see who's walking exactly. in the door if you do walk well, through well, without scanning. Exactly right. So they're thinking, hang on a minute, this, this person hasn't scanned. So if that, if that person takes stuff off the shelf and tries to walk and, out. And here's how smart Amazon is, right? Let's say there's 100 of these stores. And there's, you know, a person walks in without scanning. Do you think yeah. there's a bloke sitting behind a, a wall with computers looking at that bloke on a monitor? No. There's a bloke in one, like a central operations center, mm-hmm. cameras on every store, an alert goes off, unscanned person, they look at the camera, 
you know, they get on the two-way. So basically they centralise everything. And here's the disruptive thing about it. Woolworths, Coles, they can't do this because they've got to start. From, this is why Aldi can, can create stores that don't have many staff and can throw stuff, weird stuff in the middle yeah. and, and don't, not really have any organisation to it. Yeah. Because if Woolworths and Coles in that, we'd all go, hey, what are you doing? Like, yeah. this is an outrage. Get it. But we're happy to accept it with You've a new expectation. Yeah, of that's course. right. Of so course. that's the challenge of being the old mm. guard is you, you can't actually innovate as much as you probably should mm. or need to. So yeah. it's interesting. Oh, look, so America, it's, it's there now for staff. It's coming next year for, for the general public. Let's be clear. Amazon hadn't launched in Australia yet to buy anything other than the odd book. Yeah. So, well, there's, hasn't there been talk they're going to launch a retail like bricks and mortar talk, store here? Well, no, there's talk they'll, they'll launch their warehouse, like a warehouse here, oh, so right. that they like can a distribution center. Correct. So they right. can ship more product. Okay. Which is the logical first move is big warehouse in Sydney, Melbourne, mm-hmm. probably that's it for now, and then shipping quickly. Like they'll have Amazon Prime style shipment because you know half hour, one yeah. day deliveries Drone from Sydney, delivery, Melbourne. Like yeah. Maybe. <laughs> um, that's a logical first step. And then, yeah. to, you know, test the appetite and then maybe throw in a, an Amazon could, ghost. Or could something. Amazon maybe uh, franchise this technology? Maybe they, they might offer it. They might offer it to other companies and make money that way. Well, you, you think of all the other retailers in the world, say Amazon, this beta test goes well. Yeah. So what's to stop them approaching Coles or, or Woolies and saying, listen, we've got the technology. Do you want to buy it off us? I think you're better you off thinking it? of a even a JB Hi-Fi. You know, those like kind of exactly. Like there's so many. There'd be so many but customers for this technology. Why would Amazon license that when they could then just sell those products, right? So you put an Amazon yeah, Go but, store in a Westfield. But hang on, man. How's someone in Australia going to buy a, a, a can of drink in America? Like, no, if I'm you saying can license the technology. No, Amazon. I reckon they bring it here as Amazon. You they, think so? They, yeah. I don't. So they'd go to the expense of actually building stores, employing staff, getting that. I'm not talking about the next year. No, no, I'm not. I'm not either. But I'm saying, wouldn't it make sense if they wanted to make sort of more bang for their buck for their technology for their for their IP? They could on sell that technology to look how many retailers are in the world. Yeah, they could make a mint. They could. But if I was a boss of Amazon, Mr. Bezos, whatever his name is, I'd be saying, yeah, maybe we set up this up like a franchise do, model. Do you know the big difference between you and Jeff Bezos? <laughs> he's a lot richer than me. He's Jeff Bezos. Yes. And, and he's not making And those. he's a listener. Is he a listener? He is, I think. I he emailed us once. G'day, Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Good to talk to you, mate. <laughs> happy, happy to have your sponsorship or investment, frankly. Well, we, would we, would he... Have we got a deal we, for you? No, but would he go into the class of we extended to three blokes talking yep. tech? Would he yeah. be one no, of the... No, there's a spare microphone socket right rare, here in the, yeah. in the studio. Right. That that microphone socket right here so is that, available. So if Jeff Bezos calls us tomorrow, Bezos. we have to record in the to the EFTM studio, not the he, Tech Guide Theatre. Totally. He, well, and also, <laughs> not Skype, Jeff. You have to come. Yeah, you got to um, be here. That's right. Yeah, no, we're not doing... No, no three blokes because one of them is on the phone. That ain't happening. Bezos, Zuckerberg, yeah. who else is available? I think Malcolm, who else is on Malcolm Turnbull. Turnbull is Turnbull, on the list, yeah. Turnbull, yeah. He could absolutely sit here on this yeah. third mic. Mal? Well, he's, uh, he's, his electorate is actually the electorate next door to mine. Yeah, well, mate, he needs to get Sydney. out of his electorate a little yeah, bit and find out what the real people think. Well, he does travel to Western Sydney quite a bit, so uh, he could be here on, but he'd catch a train out you here. You think this is Western Sydney? Well, North Western North Sydney, whatever this is, mate. I just I just looked at the boarding pass and said, just take me there, please. <laughs> Two blokes talking tech. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Well, it's uh, that time of year where a lot of people are going online, uh, shopping online, and I just want to bring 
to people's attention this email that's doing the rounds. And th- this isn't the first time that this has happened. It just happens this is the latest wave of this going around. There is a, an email scam, and it involves AGL Energy. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's AGL Energy's email, but these hackers out there have been sending out emails which people think are from AGL yep. Energy, contain uh, what they think is a bill, but in actual fact, it's a scam. And people that open the email, and if they were, if they actually click on a link, uh, there's the potential for ransomware to be installed on their computer, and yep. their files are locked up, and it's it's. Uh, the hackers are asking for for money to unlock their files, and it's a real pain in the butt. And this is the thing, you're right. At this time of year, the scams ramp up because we're actually more active on email, waiting for emails from, and we're a little bit more alert, but therefore our defences come down. It's more alert for email, but yeah. less alert for scams because the best one I reckon at this time of year, and it's been going on all year, is Australia Post. Yeah. You get these emails that say um, your shipment from x company is on its way click here to track the shipment and you click there and it asks for your personal details they're stealing your identity my wife got one of these it said um you know it said australia post logos everything it Mm -hmm. said you've got a shipment from smiggle now i don't want to break to you my wife shops at smiggle basically once a week i mean we we are frequent for herself or for the kids mate she'll just she just buys silly she shouts the kids a pencil or two or a pencil or two yeah nice whatever yeah we're we're regulars like she's got a you know member card So she thought, oh, hang on, this is interesting. And she said to me, did you buy something from Smiggle? I went, no. But see, this is the thing. How interesting that they just by sheer random. It was sheer random, right? It was completely random that they picked a store. Hmm. And this is the thing. It's all about hitting a target. Now, they may have sent on that day 55 different companies. They may have said Amazon, one was Hmm. Smiggle, one was... You know, Ooh. books are us, one is whatever. But only one of them would have resonated with my wife. Any other one would have initially, immediately made her know it's mm-hmm. a scam. But at this one, she went, maybe it's not a scam. But what about the Australia Post? Like everyone uses Australia Post. Well, that, that's who this is from. And well, it's, it says oh, okay. Australia so it Post. Said, it said Smiggle as and the And he clicked here to right. track your uh, order. But the other one I've seen from Australia Post is a package delivery was attempted and you were at home. Click, click here, here to redirect. That's it. And people are going, hang on, what have I got here? And that... that that sucks them. You're in as likely well. to hand over at the very least your address and and other de- personal de- details. At the worst case, you're going to download yeah. ransomware on your computer, which locks everything on your computer down, makes it un- inaccessible, mm-hmm. and requires you to hand over money, which, at, which may or may not get you access to your files. Yeah, again. Well, well, a hacker's likely to say, "Well, thanks, mate. I got your cash. See you later." Yeah. So you, <laughs> yeah. you're taking a, a, a punt by paying them. That's right, but. The other thing to remember is that you can protect yourself from this. Like, be be wary for protection one. Use your kids. common sense, but also Use protection. You also have internet security software, but also have a backup. Have a backup of your computer because if someone says to you, "I've got all your files," well, mate, you know what you can do. I'm going to wipe my computer. I've got a backup. Big middle finger to you. Scammer. That's right. So, so you know what? I'll wipe my computer. It'll run better, yeah, and then absolutely. I'll restore my files. So if and and I've, and to I've be had clear, contact from one of my readers contacted me tonight and said, oh, "I've just got cryptoware on uh, AGL bill. See you later." And even his in even his connected drive. Mm was infected. Yes, with that's his why backup. you should disconnect disconnect it occasionally. That's right. Now the the way that works uh, for people that don't realize is that you're you're clicking a link and the way the security software works. So Trend Micro, Kaspersky, Norton, they've all got great um, it's not actually scanning your email for a virus. What it's doing is it's scanning it for links and it says, "Hang on a minute, here's a link to a website which we've checked and it's not a good website." Yeah. So it'll actually prevent it's reputation you based, isn't it? it'll prevent you from accessing a website because it thinks it may be bad. And that's how those reputation-based web scanners work. But doesn't work. it also if you're trying to install a file, doesn't it say, "Hang on a minute, 
this oh, is yeah, totally. what you're trying to install here. Absolutely. This, it, like vulnerability blocked, it'll say. Here's the thing. Those, the web scanners are free. I mean, yeah. they're available free as a first entry point into getting yourself back into security. Just to scan your links on the website. You don't have to install overwhelming software, mm-hmm. but it is obviously advised and you're crazy if you don't have it. If you've got a car with car insurance, and your computer with no antivirus, well, you're an idiot. Yeah. I mean, that is that is like driving around with that comprehensive car insurance. Absolutely right. So get your internet security software. Get a backup. Buy a, oh, buy yeah. a drive. It's 99 bucks. Get a drive and disconnect it occasionally. Yep. And you're good. But I, I think it's a, it's a great point to make, this, especially this time of year, where a lot of people are, are doing their Christmas shopping online, and there is still time to do your shopping online and still have it delivered by Christmas. So... If you are shopping online, be sure you're shopping at reputable places. Check the site that it's secure. If you're making payments, you're making credit card payments, make sure the site is legit because uh, this is this is grand final month for hackers because there's exactly. a lot of people online. If you do see a scam, receive a scam, or are worried about a scam, get in touch with either of us because uh, we can. it's always good to know what's out there because we don't get them all. Um, and we can either try and help you out via our particular website slash podcast or uh, we can at the very least uh, check with authorities and, and make other people aware if you've been a victim. Uh, you can get in touch with us on Twitter at Trevor Long or at Stephen Fennick with a PH and the hashtag as always, Ziggy Zaggy. Meet Orbi, the world's first tri-band Wi-Fi system. Orbi gives you reliable, secure, and crazy fast Wi-Fi to every inch of your home. That's right, everywhere. No more dead zones upstairs, no drop connections through walls, just better Wi-Fi everywhere. Orbi reaches up to 370 square metres through Wi-Fi barriers like walls, stairs, and doors. With a dedicated internet connection, Orbi helps prevent buffering while streaming your favourite movies and shows. No matter how many devices you have connected, you always have ultra-fast Wi-Fi speeds. The Orbi tri-band Wi-Fi system works with your existing modem to maximise the speed that you're paying for, and Orbi's sleek design and state-of-the-art technology steals the show. It gives your home a superior Wi-Fi network that's both easy to set up and elegant to display. With just a couple of clicks, your Wi-Fi system will be secure and ready in no time. For more inf- information, visit netgear.com.au. Orbi, better Wi-Fi everywhere. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Shout out to Stephen. Um, I, I've lost the uh, the tweet, but I think it was Muhammad who sent us an awesome. Absolutely. Honestly, it, it's my favourite tweet of a very long time. He he tweeted us both and basically just said, "Boys, this is uh, this is the fa- my favourite podcast I've discovered." Um, of all time, essentially, is what he said. I'm paraphrasing because I can't yes. find the tweet, but it was a very lovely uh, thing to say. It and I, I don't want to sound like sound needy, but it is actually really cool to read that stuff. Absolutely right. Because um, we we do we do a lot of radio, and the great thing about talk radio that we do is we we get calls, we get connections mm-hmm. with listeners, and that's that kind of adrenaline shot that says we're helping. There's people yes. listening. We see the numbers. I know how many people are downloading the show just now and then. Shout out, Bit say good day. We're yeah. very easy. We're very, we're we very might, approachable. We might even make mention them on the podcast. We might. We could do shout outs. We could do little shout outs <laughs> to people uh, regarding their shout outs to and, us. And you're so, still looking for the. T- I'm still. <laughs> <laughs> Some of my best padding, no? Yeah, <laughs> hasn't worked. Hasn't worked. Either, no, but I'll no, give up. I do remember. I remember it. Was, it was too. a great tweet, was, and was, I think we both responded. Yeah. And I think uh, you said, what a great message to receive. And I think my response was, yeah, that's thank you so much because yeah. uh, we're glad you're enjoying what we're doing. Muhammad, it was. Good on you, mate. Yeah. Uh, it was a lovely po- thing. It said, Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick is uh, in two blokes is the best show I've ever discovered. 
Keep up the awesome work, guys. You guys are awesome. And two awesomes in two one tweet. Awesomes. That's awesome. Can't beat it. Now, I discovered a thing today which is also awesome. Yep. Uh, and I don't know if this has been around forever. It may have been around forever, but it's certainly been updated recently. I think recently. I wrote about it three years ago. No, I just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, But judging by the response, um, it's certainly new to a lot of people. Yes, okay, there's my, there's my cover. Absolutely. Google time lapse. Now, it's actually, um, that's, you know the funny thing about it? Do you know how to find it? Google time lapse. Google it. Yeah. Uh, if you if you search Google time Google lapse, Google it or uh, eftm.com.au. Yeah. Oh, right? you could of course go to eftm.com.au. But here's what it is. Uh, basically, um, they have got satellite imagery from around the world from 1984, pretty much every year, till now. Till today. Yep. And the thing is, you can zoom in and zoom out of anywhere. So we can search for a place. Let's say uh, Malta. Okay. okay. Would that be a good thing to search for? Well, it probably hasn't changed in like 1,500 years, but you can do your best. Well, the uh, <laughs> narcs of the world would probably want to know the effects of climate change on, on Malta over those years. Very I would dry place Malta is. Um, and you know what? It hasn't changed a bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but when you zoom can you in, you can, my relatives you can, you can certainly see a little bit of, you can see bits of construction and things. But here's what I did. I looked at Sydney because yep. not a lot of the American stories have done that, obviously. Botany Bay, mm-hmm. right? The the airport. It's yeah. awesome to they see built, the third runway, extra, an extra runway, the the, uh, the the refinery, the, uh, the container terminal. Yeah. There's a bunch of stuff. They built did a bit there. of land reclamation. You look at um, northwestern Sydney, out Rail Seal, Kellyville, Pitt Town. It's just you yeah. know farmland becomes homes, Homebush, You know, uh, yeah, desolate area becomes pre- Olympic precinct. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I looked at Dubai. And I'll put little uh, animated GIFs of this on, on the website. But Dubai is fascinating because of the reclamation they do there to build yeah. Palm Island and the, and the Earth and the world or whatever they're called. It's yeah. fascinating stuff because, look, it's not as uh, detailed as Google Earth or Google Maps normally. You can't zoom in as far. You can zoom in, but it's a bit grainy. But you can see things like infrastructure mm-hmm. being built. And, and again, I'll, I'll say it again, but there's some, the, a lot of the stories are around, oh, climate change and look at the glaciers. Mm-hmm. But actually, it's really cool to see progress. Yeah. I look at it and go, look at the infrastructure, look at the yeah. progress change. Um, yeah, you know, you look at there was this really famous lake put somewhere and it's, you know, depleted. But actually, if you look at it, that's because of farming, not because of climate mm-hmm. change. Yeah. But it's fascinating to see the growth of areas. And I'm sure, it, like Las Vegas is another awesome one to yeah. look at. You see it grow from, it was you know, a big town, but it grew just enormously yeah. in just 32 years. It'd be a good uh, educational tool. Great. It if is. You, if you start studying geography. What a, what a great little tool. Because it's free and it's available on the interwebs. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, there's an Australian company called Nearmap um, who, who do uh, aerial mapping with much lower range. They're not satellites. They yep. use aerial uh, photography. Um, and it's brilliant. They, they make their maps available in ton of time base form for councils and people who pay money. So you can look at your area and slide back months, let alone years. It's fascinating mm-hmm. to do. But this is available for any random person just to look at. And it's just Really, really cool stuff because you are looking at a time lapse of progress well, you're of change. Back in time, aren't that's you? it. Yeah, you don't it's normally get machine. to see that. 1984, Las Vegas is a fascinating change from. So you were just born, were you? Then, or 1984? I was. A, I was a wee <laughs> eight years old. Uh-huh. There you go. Got a big birthday next week, mate. Big, I know. Next big, Wednesday, day birthday. before Rogue One comes out. Oh, who gives it rest? <laughs> I got invited to the. Someone invited me today to the to Samsung, the movies on 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 the fourteenth. I went, yeah, yeah no, nah, busy that day. Oh. 
celebrating my birthday. I don't want to go to Star. Well, what I'll a downer to go to I'll Star Wars on my I'll, birthday. I'll break. I'll break some news to you. <laughs> if you invite me to your birthday next Wednesday, yeah, I'll say no because I'm going to see Rogue One. I've got some breaking news for you. I don't have <laughs> birthday parties. Okay. Never, but, never. but this is a significant milestone, hmm. Trev. Should we talk 30. about it now? I've turned thirty. I've <laughs> 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 just told everyone because I was eight when in 1984. There you have it. There you have it. Anyone can. Anyone got a calculator? Look, I'm turning forty. The big four oh, eh? Yeah, I mean you're closer to 50, What a milestone. So <laughs> I knew you couldn't resist that. But <laughs> Just... what a milestone, eh? The big four oh. The big four Good for you. Doesn't change anything though, does it? Well, you know, they say life begins at I'm already 40. pretty bald, pretty grey, pretty fat, so You'll well, be right, I mean it's all uphill for me, right, really, isn't it? It is, yeah. You know? Forty's the new thirty anyway. It is. But you know the great thing is, uh yeah, I, I don't celebrate birthdays. I don't really give a rat's about really? parties and things. So we're going to Tasmania for a week before Christmas. That'll be so nice. So that's a Christmas slash birthday it's my celebration. Birthday. It's my birthday present. With the too. family? Yep. Yeah, well, it'd be a better birthday if no one was coming. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm quite looking forward to switching off for the week. I'm not doing any radio. Really? Anything. So no two blokes that week, eh, mate? We've already agreed that I think we've already agreed the week yeah. before Christmas there'll be a break, if not the yeah. week after as well. And then Christmas week, so we'll, we'll have a two-week sojourn, won't we? We'll have well, a... I mean, I'm, I'm available. Two weeks. I'm available in the pre-CES week. Well, but we are going to make up for it at sea. I get. I, I we don't. Are going to make I up don't for doubt it. our ability to make up for it. To if you can keep to a schedule at CES and come and see me every afternoon straight after the show. Of course we can. Um, we did it every other year. Absolutely. We? No. Yeah. Totally. So nothing's going to change. Anyway, cheers for the moving on from Google time lapse. That was yeah. great. Uh, anyway, it's uh, available. Earth is there engine. A, is there a Trevor Long time lapse we can see? Oh, mate, eighty-four to just, just imagine a balloon blowing up, <laughs> as in getting bigger. Why don't you whack that up on EFTM? 84, <laughs> 84 to twenty sixteen. Trevor you Long time lapse. The good thing is my Google Photo Library doesn't go back that far. There you it go. only goes yeah. back to really the there late nineties. Well, the internet wasn't around in nineteen eighty four, was it? In fact, when I, I looked at our engagement photos, which is a good thirteen years ago or so, and I, I yeah. did I did lose a few pounds for the engagement. Did you? Yeah. So you yeah. let yourself go? Is that what you're saying? Oh, massively. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'm off the That's, market. What's, well, what's the point hey, of staying you know true? <laughs> Love's love, mate. Love is blind, they say, <laughs> oh, as well. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Two blokes talking tech. Can we get back on track now? Absolutely. Uh, and what we're going to talk about is actually sitting right here in front of me. I'm not sitting over there. It's the new MacBook Pro. Yours is bigger than mine. Mine is bigger than yours, yes. Mine is 15 inches and yours is? <laughs> and how come it's... Oh, you're charging it. Okay, you're being... It's charged. Well, hold on. I've got two bloody screens here, three okay. iPads. I don't really just, need a MacBook just, just over here. checking, it. but... Uh, Pass it over, actually. Pass okay, it over. Do you mind? I'll just yeah. talk for a bit. You grab it. Just throw everything off. It doesn't matter. It can't be relevant. It wouldn't be anything important. Obviously... Yeah, I don't need it plugged in though, mate. It's definitely been charged. Um, but uh, no, look, it this is, it is small, lot smaller. It is than significantly mine. smaller, but it is, and we've both gone the um, new color. What's it called? Space gray. Space gray. Yeah. Um, have a look. What's on mine? Can you notice anything on mine? No. Have a closer look. This is riveting for the audience. A scratch. A dent. Scratch. A chip. How'd you do that? I don't know. Did you but do that, That's part of my review. I'm not scratching it. I just happened to <laughs> notice it. But that's the, you have the space grey, and if you just nick it, it's silver underneath, and it stands out. Well, let me give you my favourite feature thus far, Yeah, even though it's not working right now. Um, touch ID. Yes. Touch ID sign-on yep. is without question. I, I now sit down at my iMac and go, oh, crap, I've got to type my password. 
You install <laughs> software, need the password. Oh, it, touch ID. Go Best to system, system, thing yeah. on the MacBook, without question. Absolutely, and it, it was it is a great follow-on. So imagine imagine the convenience of your iPhone yep. with the Touch ID now on the MacBook. Yeah. But um, the the Touch Bar, I'm a big fan of as well. Let, let's talk about design too. Yep. The, the, the it looks great. It's thinner, and, and and I used the model before this was my daily drive. I with, had that you, every you day had with a thin Retina screen and everything. Yep. It wasn't like you had a massively no. old one. And my mine was eighteen months old. And it was the difference is remarkable how much thinner, lighter, and even in in volume. I think it's a, it's about fourteen percent smaller. I put the new one on top of the old one, and you can see the old one underneath it mm. still. So the 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 engineering that's gone into it is is remarkable. The the the, uh, the thinness, the large trackpad. It's massive. Trackpad, trackpad. is ridiculous. It's big on the yeah, thirteen, but it's, it's enormous yeah, on the fifteen. Huge, and that that's been a big tick as well. The keyboard which is uh, not like the old MacBook Pro. It's more like the MacBook. Remember but the not the inch? same as the MacBook. It's, but but it, the you, layout and the key type. The average, was, Joe, the average Joe wouldn't notice the difference between the MacBook and the MacBook Pro. I've got to say, I'm still adjusting to this keyboard because yeah. the, the one on the MacBook, the old MacBook Pro, my previous version uh, is different to this. The keys are smaller or more spread apart, yeah. and, and it's, you're less likely to nick the key next to it. Like here, the keys are wider, more close together, mm. so it's, they're less forgiving. I'm still struggling to get used to the keyboard, not because of the size or orientation of any of the keys, just because of that feel. It's a very different feel. Mm. I think it's louder too. Exactly what I said. It's noisier because there's less travel. So it's, there's less, it takes Spoiler less of the alert, impact. I haven't read your review yet. Yeah. So. I have actually said that, yeah, that, that it is noisier. The, yeah, it just feels yes. like I'm tapping away somewhere the other day. I'm yeah. going, this is embarrassing. What am I, you know? Like, yeah, it's, I think people well, could probably hear that. That's you know what I mean? Like it's just a weird sound. My neighbours can hear it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the the trackpad, what I find, and I always use a mouse with my laptop. I've always got Never. a mouse connected. What I've found, though, with this bigger trackpad is that I'm using it more because there's more room to do right, stuff. Okay. You can do more scrolling. It's easier to scroll, easier to zoom and gesture control. So I'm using the mouse less. Sound isn't disappointing to me. It's still as good as it was before. It's well, not, still not amazing. Yeah, I, I, I think it's taken a bit of a step up. The sound on, on it is, is what I noticed more was the stereo separation. You could hear more left and right separation now with the, with the speakers. Apart from the quality and the, the volume increase, mm. that's another thing I noticed. But... Shall we talk about what's not there? And I, I noted that. So, so let, let's let me let me intimate three things we have to talk about: yes. screen. We need to spend more time on Touch Bar, and we need yep. to talk about what you're about to talk Absolutely about, which is right. the well, uh, fittings. I, I, if you you look at this and compare it to the old the old MacBook Pro, there is not one port on the MacBook Pro that has survived. Headphone. Apart from the headphone jack, <clears throat> yep. which ironically was taken off the iPhone. Courageous. So <laughs> very courageous. But no port survived apart mm. from the headphone jack, mm. which didn't survive the iPhone 7. Mm. So what we've got now is these USB-Cs. And on the 13-inch with touch bar and the 15-inch with touch bar, you are, there are four. The entry-level 13 without the touch bar, there are only two. Mm. But the each of them can uh, be used for power. They can be used to connect a monitor, and they can be used for data transfer. So they're all versatile. They're just a different shape. Good and bad news. Good news. Charges on both sides. Fantastic. Bad news. MagSafe was so good. Yeah. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. Like, if you were listening to this in the past, you get what I mean? It's embarrassing that we're talking about how difficult it is to plug in a cable. But it is more difficult to plug in the charger. And I think that's silly. They had the most magnificent Mm -hmm. charging solution. They did. And they yeah. got rid of it. Yeah. 
What they, the hell? They killed their baby. Now there are. Yeah. I've seen adapters for um, iPhones that have a, like a, a plug that sits in there with a magnetic uh, end on it, and it kind of just zaps on. I've seen it on Facebook. Yeah. I bet you anyone, someone makes one for that, and I reckon it'll well, sell like hotcakes. Because the reason for the MagSafe, because it was safe, because if someone tripped over your cord, it's just going to harmlessly detach from your computer. That's right. Now, now you're it's, killing them. It's going to be wrenched. Or your laptop. The computer's going to be wrenched off the desk onto the floor, Yeah, which is the whole reason why they introduced MagSafe in the first now, place. Now, you did a piece, and I'll do one soon, about the USB-C adapter range. This is really interesting for me. I... In fact, this time last week, when we recorded our podcast in the city, I went to the radio station in the city afterwards to do my show, and I had hours, so I thought, I'll, I'll try. Remember I said, I won't mm-hmm. do the podcast till tomorrow, yep. or tonight, late tonight? I went, and I thought, I'll do it now. I'll get it done. Audio file for the podcast when we record on location is on the phone. And do you know what? For the life of me, I could not get the audio file from the phone to the bloody MacBook, because AirDrop wasn't flipping working, <laughs> right? Wouldn't work. Yeah. Um, it would work between one other phone, but not that one. Um, the, I didn't have a bloody USB-C to lightning cable. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried putting on Dropbox. That was just taking forever. I was drawing out of my mind. And then I reached into my bag and I found the little laser USB-C 5-in-1 oh, multi-port adapter, port. which I've been using on the Galaxy Tab S, mm-hmm. Tab Pro S, because yes. yep. it's got USB-C. This has been a lifesaver for me. Absolutely. SD card, micro SD card. Um, and two USBs and another USB-C, and I plugged this in, I put my iPhone in, and I boom, I had it straight there. I reckon this is a must-have. These kind of adapters are an absolute must-have, and they look bloody good. This one, the laser one, which is, what, 30 or 40 bucks? 32, 20 or so, 35, 20. It looks, it looks space gray as well. It matches, yes, you're right. But you know what? That brings us to another point, though, and the reason I need that now, mm. I've got the laser 5-in-1 as well. The reason you need it is because Apple decided that you don't need an SD card slot anymore, mm. which I think one of the that's a, a mistake. I feel really strongly about that because I do too. This is a MacBook Pro, okay? This is for professionals. Professional photographers professionals, is a huge part of their market. Absolutely, and they are. I think I've read so many stories online where these are the customers who have been so loyal to Apple, have been buying their products over the years, and now they're talking about. Buying a Windows machine, a, mm. a laptop, a Windows, the the new Microsoft Studio, so they're, they're looking elsewhere now, because of this one decision. I don't disagree that it's a mistake. I also don't disagree that people would be frustrated by it. But I call BS on people buying something else when you can for thirty two dollars solve the problem. You can fit this yeah. into your any you Canon can. camera I'll, bag. I'll tell you done. what's going to keep them though. What's going to keep them is the Mac OS. Mac OS. It's the uh, it's the best operating system of on the course. planet. But why? This is, and I, I sort of wrote, I sort of editorialized a little bit in my review about Apple and how people would have received the this decision by Apple. Okay, this is this computer is telling you, Apple is telling you, we'll tell you what you need. Yep. you won't tell us what you need. And here's the thing, I'd, I'd happily sacrifice one of these USB C ports for a, a, a micro SD slot. I honestly don't And you don't cannot think, tell me it wouldn't fit. I don't think it's going to add more than a millimetre to the design so if it was So, again, I haven't read your review, yeah. but, and so forgive me if I'm, I'm plagiarising here, but do you know the number one thing I think is ridiculous that's missing? I think a big, I'm going to, this is going to sound crazy, bigger mistake than the, the SD card? The HDMI port. Nope, nope, nope. The lightning port. Nope. The, sorry, the Thunderbolt. Nope. There's no indication that it's on or charging. 
because the ch- the cable doesn't have a uh, the cable a light, doesn't have a little indicator. light on it. Although and the little side the Moshi, MacBooks used to have Moshi the... has a cable that can do that, but you doesn't need to matter, buy a Moshi cable. Out of the yeah. box, you get this big ugly brick power brick. Yeah. You get this long USB to C to USB C cable. It's been charged. I've got yeah. no idea. If, I've got no. Yeah. So my PowerPoint over here is dodgy. Yeah. It's fallen out of the wall, but it works <laughs> fine, right? Yeah. And this big power brick kind of makes it fall out, and yeah. so it's sometimes not plugged in properly. Yeah. I have no idea whether I've just had this yeah. thing plugged in the for old a MacBook day. Had, had a, a little light, and when it went green, it was charged. Little yeah. green light, yeah. little orange light means it's charging. Yeah. I know it's plugged in. It's unbelievably True. ridiculous that I don't know if there's and, power flowing. And through. you can't. The touch bar doesn't tell you either. Nope. Uh, and and when right. it's shut, you don't want that anyway. Yeah. So ridiculous. So that's what's missing. Um, let's give another positive talk, talk about the touch bar. The screen is amazing. Yeah, oh, like the, it red, is the red mag- display, yeah, magnificent, it's brighter, more colourful, wide colour gamut. I mean, obviously they they yeah. ship them with a stunning photo that that demonstrates all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But mate, just clicking around, I've had this thing on low brightness so much because yeah. it's just so bright. And they said that to us in the briefing. They kind of said, "Listen, you're going to want to turn the brightness down." Mm-hmm. I have. Mm-hmm. You, you need full brightness outdoors, but indoors, yeah. I'm sliding this touch bar, man. It's it's not the, required. The, the touch bar is handy, and I think what what's good about it is that it's it's going to get better. It's good now, but all the developers are thinking, well, what can we do with this thing now? And it also reinforces the fact why Apple will never make a touchscreen. They'll, they'll, because, because the touch bar is where no, your hands are. I don't like it. The, it it's rather than you having to Hate t- it. lift up to the screen. <laughs> you talk about the touch bar or the yep. touch screen? Touch the, bar. The touch bar is where your hands are, though. Mm. So would you prefer a touch screen or why don't yeah. you like it? Yeah, I just look at it and I've got these you know tabs open. Now... I can't see what the tabs are anyway. Yeah. I can't yeah. work out what the tabs are on a browser. Shapes and it's them, easy yeah. just to go, boom, tab, boom, tab, than it is to go, oh, boom. I just think, mate, mm. it is a fundamentally Apple, yeah. brilliant concept. They're so against the touchscreen on it's, their computers. It's brilliant. They know how to make touchscreens. I know they are. but They're on every other that, device. That's on an iPad, though. It's brilliant. It's an iPad. It's amazing. Well, in this case, Launch, I, I, hello, I, I'm going to defend Apple here. One word, Launchpad. You tell me that Launchpad wasn't designed for a touchscreen, Stephen. Yeah. No, I agree with How you. How many there, times have you used Launchpad? It is it is Ever. easy to access now with How that. How many bigger times trackpad. have you used Launchpad? Yeah, I, I I just click around on it though. Mate, Launchpad mm. should be how people open apps. It should be like the command well, key should just have open Launchpad. Have a look what I'm gonna do. See with this massive trackpad? Yes, yes. Okay. There's Launchpad. Great. And there, and I'm there. Yeah, but then you've got to jiggle your mouse around. But, but launchpad, tap, done. Mate, yeah, I've used more touchscreen computers in my life than, than many people, mm-hmm. and I don't think they are a 90%, let alone 50% use time thing. Mm. But those 5 or 10% that you do use them, they're great because you just go, oh, boom, I want that. Okay. And I'm frustrated no, well, that I can't just I, I, touch I've that. Got to, I've got to disagree with you there. I, I, don't, <laughs> I think the touch bar has justified not having a touchscreen because the, the commands and things you would do on the screen are closer to your hands than they would be up on the screen. So, the problem I have with what, it... But one issue too, remember last week we were recording out in the sun yeah. and the touch bar was a bit hard to read? That, yeah. that was part of the, one of the one, one little gripe I had with it. If you're out in bright sunlight or in a bright light, even though it's, it's supposedly facing you at 45 degrees for better visibility... Well, when I want to turn the brightness down, I usually just go tap, 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 tap. Now I've got to go, oh, touch, slide, Yeah, do. it's an extra... Same too if it's, you want to turn your volume down. It's, it's an extra tap. Mate, it's, yeah. it's more work. Yeah. And that's not how it's meant to be. Here's the thing though. I said how much I love Touch ID. My challenge is I love it that much that I want it. Am I prepared to pay $300 for Touch ID? Because the standard 13-inch is $14.99, right? Isn't it an extra 500 for the 
that's the touch that, bar. That's um that's US prices. I should I uh-huh. should I should apologise and, and move to the Apple website uh, in Australia because it's going to be a lot more yeah. than that. Um the the standard 13 inch without a touch bar, which is still a beautiful slim new computer, right? Yeah. Um, twenty one ninety nine. It's twenty one ninety nine, and then to add the touch bar. Twenty six ninety nine. Five hundred bucks mm-hmm. for Touch ID, which is all I want it for. And by the way, Siri, n- never going to use you on a laptop. <laughs> I've only just started using Siri now. Hey Siri, turn the office lights blue. She's not even listening to me. Oh, she's stupid. She can't even understand something she's been doing for me for ages. Like I've, I've been, Siri, this is oh. so well. I'm I'm a fan of Touch Bar and Touch ID. I have to say, um, massive fan of Touch ID. The audio I already mentioned is really good. The battery life is good. They said ten hours. I haven't got anywhere near ten hours. Oh really? I've gotten about eight hours. That's heaps. And and again, that's what I said. I said even it didn't meet Apple's promise, but at eight, it's still a full day. It's yeah, pretty yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah. Look, it is light. It is beautiful. It is powerful. It's fast. It yeah. runs Mac OS. The keyboard is not a deal breaker. Touch ID may be. Ports, stop whinging about. Just get an adapter. Um, <laughs> you, know, you know when Apple, when, when they gave us the review units, and mm. I don't know about you, but they gave me the 15-inch, mm. okay, um, and they gave me also four yeah. dongles yeah. that I, I went on the Apple store and I actually priced them all, uh, the four dongles that I need, that, that I actually need because I need to connect. You can't even connect your iPhone to this thing without a, without a proper cable or without a cable you have to buy, okay? So that was lightning to USB. They also gave me the the dongle that had HDMI and How much is lightning to USB, USB cable? Uh, I think it's 40 bucks. See, you buy one of these. You buy a laser exactly. adapter but and then my, you keep your normal my, cable. My point is to do my review, Apple saw fit that I needed $157 worth of dongles yeah. in the bag. Yeah. That's what I'm just, just saying. That, that's, what, that's what was required uh, for me to do the review. Yeah. Look, yeah. so people are going to pay, and this isn't cheap. You're going to buy a 13 no. inch, you're paying how much? Two twenty six ninety nine, mm. and you're gonna pay an extra one fifty for dongles. Yeah. Just making the point that while Apple's courageous decision to leave things off costs people money, and it makes companies like Laser and Belkin and Moshi richer because they they're thinking beautiful Apple keep going keep doing what you're doing we're making money. Last thing, can they can they reverse their decisions? Any of those? Like when they suddenly add a light to the to the charging cable? Can they? I reckon they can. Absolutely. And look, let's say Apple. It would be courageous to put the micro SD back in. They've listened to customers in the past and admitted when they're wrong in the past. And I think they could very well offer a model that has the micro SD, sorry, the SD card slot. Or they can say, buy a MacBook Air because that's still got it. But whether it still has it or whether they even still make the MacBook Air next year is another mystery. We don't know whether the MacBook's just going to take its place, the 13-inch MacBook Pro Do you know take my, its place. My, my favourite Mac right now still? The iMac. No. Well, my iMac 5K Retina is MacBook Air 11-inch. Yeah. It's unbelievable stop making it. device. Gone. They're not making the 11-inch. Gone. Are you kidding? I'll check for you right now. Wow. I'll check for you right now. So you do just wow. pad, pad out no, a little bit, screw Trevor. that, man. I'm <laughs> filthy. That is a great device. I've just given my... It is. You're right. It's only 13 inch. Go oh, on, my God. Gone. Were you asleep that week or what? I was asleep that week. <laughs> Gone. 
So it's I'm shocked. Th- well, you know what? Hang on to it. Yours is a collector's item because Mate, they're I'm, gone. I'm just giving it to Amanda. She she loves it. She uses it well, all the time. The MacBook Air is still powering along. Thing it doesn't have is a Retina display. So if you want Retina display with an SD card slot, you've either got to go all the way to an iMac with 5K Retina, or uh, you 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 have to get an adapter. See, they want me to have a MacBook instead of the MacBook Air because that's the size. Twelve inches. That's right. Two thousand dollars, and it's got Retina display. It's got this fancy new keyboard, no touch bar, one USB port. USB-C. USB-C. I'm, I'm in shock. <laughs> I'm in shock. I'm in mourning. He is, ladies and gentlemen, he does look shocked. I'm, I'm not often <laughs> without words. Right now, I'm without words. Stephen's full review of the MacBook Pro at techguide.com.au. Mine, I'm going to get around to it. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Uh, a couple of quick things uh, before we get to your minute reviews. Um, I, sh- I, I had a look at these last week when I was at the grill team and uh, we thought it was the perfect kind of thing to, you know, the grill team are pretty blokey blokes and you think about Kevlar. These Belkin cords that they released today, they're 40 bucks. 40, 39? 39.95. Um, for a USB to lightning charging cable for your iPhone. But, you know, so they've had these cords called a mix up, mix it. Or mix up, whatever mix they're it. called, yep, um, which have this kind of nylon thread around them, a very, very good feel. But they actually, I never was a big fan because they kind of felt like they got a bit tangled. So this kev, this cable now has Kevlar inside it, just a strand of Kevlar down the middle. And I actually think that it's for some reason it's a it's a better feel to the cable. Yep. They've done a lot of reinforcing on the ends, which are the bits yeah. that normally break. Mm-hmm. And for forty bucks, I actually do think for a heavy user, five year warranty, five year warranty. As well, I was thinking about strapping a car to it, like one eight ten, and seeing <laughs> if it would tow. Maybe, but uh, you think about the tech products that uh, cop the most wear and tear. Yeah, it'd be a cable like that. Yeah, I've got plenty of cables that got that frayed kind yeah. of plug end on and them, the, and the, the plastic can can because like a braid, like friction sort of rubs off the plastic on it sometimes exposes the wires and Belkin does as Belkin is um, you know available in space grey grey black yeah, or, well, you know rose gold it's a gold. lightning to USB yeah. so they're going to suit the iPhone or iPad users oh, you know what this is a great stocking filler I agree and it's uh, developed by our mates DuPont yeah, DuPont remember the paint DuPont, people Kevlar Kevlar is a DuPont product remember they make paint How they make weird. don't you the, think the it's surface weird charging that in 280 episodes <laughs> Okay, mentioned we've mentioned DuPont. DuPont twice. And just for the record, they're not our new sponsor or anything. We have, we're not paid to mention them. And just for the record, if anyone from DuPont is listening, yes. just contact Trevor Long. I can arrange <laughs> a package for you here on Two Blokes Talking Tech. Um, that free, would be... free silicon implants for our wives. Does that include that? Because <laughs> 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 don't, don't DuPont make, they make silicon oh, breast implants. I'm not sure that... <laughs> Not that, not that she needs it, my oh, darling oh, wife. Oh, yeah. My wife just let you into the house. Yeah. What are you trying to say? I, um, I was just talking about an actual financial Unless you want the implants. Sponsorship. I'm, mate, I'm fine. Thank you very much. Oh, I need to lose weight, not put them. Oh, you're talking about. Oh, right. Anyway. Um, yeah, no, I was bit, talking calf implants, mate. Oh, bit dumb. So, anyway. Two blokes talking tech uh, details about the Belkin Kevlar USB to lightning cables at both our websites, techguide.com.au and eftm.com.au. Well, I think uh, a shout out to uh, any parents listening with 
young sons and daughters who are driving pea platers. What a pain! And also, if there are any pea platers listening, we 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 do we we hip we uh, young uh, listen to the hip crowd. (laughs) 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 Um, No, no. Does the hip crowd listen to us? I don't know. But if you are, you should listen to what we're about to say. Here's the thing: the hip crowd are not on Twitter; they're on Snapchat. Yeah. So if you want to snap me, snap them. It's Trevor Long AU. Yeah. Snap me. I'm at I'm Stephen Fennick. Yeah. I'm snap me. At Trevor Long AU, <laughs> and I'll snap you back. Jeez, you are one of the cool crowd, eh, mate? Oh, I haven't used Snapchat in about a year, <laughs> but I'll, I'll install it this week. Well, even though we're laughing about this, it is quite a serious topic, though. It is it is all about pea platters and their use of their mobile phones in the car. That's and right. as of December 1, that is all changed because you cannot use your phone if you're an L plater. If you're a P1 driver, P2 driver, you cannot use your phone in any way, in now the to car. be clear, we're talking about New South Wales road rules, um, and if yes. they, if which is already in effect in Victoria, if they're less strict in your state, they should be this way. So just listen up. Um, for all drivers, it is illegal to use the phone in your hand, hold the phone at all. Um, it is legal to for average people like me and you who aren't pea platers to have a phone in a cradle and you know press play on music Bluetooth. or yep. use the GPS or, um, or or answer a call through to the Bluetooth and hands free. Yep. But the difference is now, as of December 1, P-platers, L-platers, as you say, can't. No-go zone. Now, if you want your phone on Bluetooth, it can you can pair it on Bluetooth, but you have to throw it into the into the you can't boot. T- you can't even talk on it. You can't even talk. You can't talk. make calls. You cannot do it. Use it you just got to turn your phone off. Way. Whether it's with hands-free Bluetooth. You can't even listen to Spotify, no, folks. No, you can't. No no GPS, no audio, no calls at all. The only way you can make a call if you're a people in a car. Pull over out of traffic. Pull over, engine off, you can make a call. Engine off, keys you, out. I think you have to keys out. Mm. That's right. So that, 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 that's all. Caught Susie out a few years ago. Well, there you have it. It's about but fifteen years ago. We should we should point out though that if you get caught great. if you get caught doing this, it's four demerit points. And Which if you're is an the L player yeah. or a P P one player, you have three months suspension. Yeah, you're yes. gone. Four demerit points is enough to yes. cost you three months uh, so on on the sidelines. Hands off it, and put you your phone away. Right? <laughs> yes, hand, well that's that's the pull uh, over as well. Hands off it, the phone I'm talking about, and. Just get eyes off the phone, eyes on the road, and hands on the wheel. In a non-tech but dad-style podcast, yes. the rules are very different for a range of other things, including how many passengers you can have under a certain age. So Correct, yes. pay, pay great attention. Between 11 p.m. and 5 a.m. in the morning, you can only have one passenger under a certain age. So you've got to be very, very careful about and any rules. And P-platers and L-platers, zero alcohol. As the father of two P-platers and one L-plater, hmm. uh, these I know these rules well, and I remind my children about these rules constantly. So it's very important because look, you know, no, we don't, in all seriousness, we need this is this could cost people's lives. That's right. How many well, times have you heard of more importantly, accidents? the rules could save lives. And Absolutely that's what they're there right. for. So yeah, yeah. if uh, P platers get your hand off your phone, eyes on the road. That's it. That's dad advice from the two blokes talking tech. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to two blokes talking tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Rightio, uh, quality uh, amount of time we're giving to our audience this week. So this this helps make up for the Christmas weeks as well. As okay. Stephen looks at his watch and yeah. realises he's... <laughs> yeah, the, My the, visa's going to run the out. The no-fly zone <laughs> starts in, a, in five or ten minutes. Um, but the minute reviews, and we'll kick it off this week and I'll chime into this one as well. The um, Samsung 
Gear S3 smartwatch, yeah. Stephen. This is a big improvement over the Gear S2. Big is an understatement. I think, I think what they've done is actually designed a watch first and then thought about the tech later. Which is pretty much how they announced yeah. it. They'd watch people at the announcement and stuff Absolutely like that. Absolutely right. And I think, and in my story, I said one of the biggest compliments I heard when I was wearing the watch was that it didn't look like a smartwatch. It looked like a real watch, which is exactly what Samsung was going for. And you know what? The, the biggest question I got was, that's a big watch. It looks big. Really? Do you know why? Because people don't know small what... hands? <laughs> small wrists? <laughs> now, people don't know what watches normally look like. You know, yeah. well, I've got a few watches, yeah. and most watches they're are big. big. Yeah, I don't chunky. want to break it to you, but yep. real watches are big. Absolutely And Apple's right. bucking the trend with their little square thing. So yeah. actually, the Samsung Gear X3, to me, felt really natural to wear because I wear reasonable size watches. Yep. And it felt comfortable like a watch. I actually, my, here's my biggest negative right now. The, the band that comes with it, terrible. Well, like, I've I didn't got, like What the have you got, the Frontier? <clears throat> yeah. So they gave you the black one. And yep. it's got the, the silicon band. Which one would you have liked to have had? I should say that no, I've got no, that. Just, no, no. Just, just, just got, annoy you. I got the classic, mate. I got the classic, and that's what I wanted. Right, the right. silver one okay. with the leather band. Yeah. Very stylish. Yeah. So the, the Frontier with the plastic band, terrible. Right. But you just but there are, the band. But the good thing about it, it's replace got a 22 band. millimeter watch band, exactly. which is standard across the whole watch just get industry. A new, get a new band. So uh, easy easy to do. And personalization, that helps with the personalization, which is really easy to do with this. Also, yep. many different watch faces, of course, you can have on, on, on it. But what and I a watch like face it, store. You can just go to an app store and download yeah, watch faces for a couple of there. bucks. I think they've got a designer lined God up too. Who knows gonna... why Apple haven't done that yet. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. It's Apple's biggest failure right mm-hmm. now. There's like five, six watch faces. Yeah. Why isn't that in the App Store? Well, I think I've had a few people ask, is this compatible with the iPhone? Unfortunately, it's not. No. But the, or the, even though last year they hinted that it might be, but that was a year ago and we have, we've heard nothing. So uh, it's, it's only for Android. Maybe, yeah, in, in a couple of departments. But the interface I quite like, you know, the, the bezel, how it sort of goes through your menu system, the apps are there. There's, there's a lot more apps you can use on it too, uh, more than 10,000 as a matter of fact, with including uh, apps like Spotify, Uber even has an app on it, CNN, all the majors are there. Uh, personalization is really easy too. I'll put some pictures up on my site about all the different watch faces you can have. W- what this is really good at is if you forget buying a Fitbit, this is a great fitness um, wearable. Unbelievable, yeah. Really good because it can track you automatically when you're running and cycling, doing things like that. But then it can also do things like count your reps in the gym and stuff like that as well. You can use it because it's got built-in GPS. You can, you can... I don't know what a rep is. There you go. Repetition. As if you do three sets of 10 reps means you do... 10 times, I'm 10 sets, 10 reps, three if times. If I walked in the room and said, say, three sets of 10, I went, listen, mate, I'm out. <laughs> Give me a walking machine, I'll walk for a few cases. Well, you need an S- Gear S3 to help I do reps, you through left, it. right, left, right, but left, right. Also on board, GPS. Uh, it's also, uh, it's got, it's water resistant. But the built-in GPS is really handy because you can use this as a speedometer. You can use it uh, for your runs. You can use it on the golf course. There's great golf apps that, that tell you where you are on the hole. It's the, r- the twisting turning bezel is its best design Very feature. Cool. Uh, great way to access apps. Great way to access notifications. I did find I wore it for a good two weeks solid, and I found myself looking at more notifications than mm-hmm. I do on an yep. Apple Watch. Yep. Um, and but I still found myself not using any apps. Like I didn't didn't yeah. use any any actual apps that were yeah. on my phone on the. You device. can also there's a there's actually a keyboard like a predictive keyboard on it. Yeah. There's also you can write on it as well, like similar to Apple Scribble, like Why a letter at a time. If you wanted to look like a complete well, no, dimwit, if you just wanted to just type out a quick message, like yeah, okay, or something, you, the, if, instead of using the preset answers, you can just sort of yeah, I'm here or whatever, something short. You can write that out in two seconds. Here's Trev's summary. 
if if the <laughs> Samsung Gear S3 is a four star watch, the Apple Watch Series Two is a four point five star watch. Mm. It's still a better watch. Yeah. A couple of reasons. Um, the user interface is excellent with that twisting bezel, but things like the, when the passcode comes up on the three, it's just an ugly like the way they've arranged the digits is is mm. bad. I don't need to see the digits that I'm typing. I just need uh, a keypad like on an, on an Apple Watch. Also, Samsung Pay was available as of last yes. week. Yep. The setup process is terrible. Like compared to Apple Pay, it's mm. an extra 10 steps. Yeah. It's just really, you've got to enter it, in so much more information. But when, but when you come time to make a payment, it's, it's no, still... No, it's, it's also, it's still also an extra of, couple of steps. A couple of buttons to press. Yeah, yeah, you've, yeah. Got, you've got to do a couple of extra things to make a payment. So I'm like, kind of, yeah. you lost me there, people. Yeah. You had your chance yeah, and you lost you. me. Yep, yep. Because the argument often towards uh, against uh, Apple Pay and things like that is, how hard is it to pull your, uh, your wallet out of your pocket and put your card <laughs> up a thing? So if Apple Pay is the easiest possible thing... Yeah then you can't be any more complex than that. And Samsung Pay is. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it, it is, there is a couple of other button presses and and, and uh, it does it is longer than Apple Pay for sure. Uh, Battery-wise, four days. Yep. Yeah, I didn't quite get four days. Maybe because I was doing a lot more running and training. I think I did, get, I, I did get four or five. I got that, three out of mine. I found myself doing what I don't normally do and taking it off when I come into the house and yeah. just letting it sit. I know. I, I wore it all the time. Three three days was my best because I, I was I used it when I was running and I used it in the gym just to track my thing. GPS I think sucks a bit of battery life out of it. So if you're using GPS a lot, that's going to impact on it. Mm. Um, and I think if you four days is if you sitting pretty still and not using GPS very much is what I've concluded. What are you trying to say? Well, it just I didn't work for me. Four days got nowhere near it. <laughs> three days not too bad. But uh, overall, I think uh, best watch Apple um, Apple best watch Samsung has made. It is massive. For sure. Improvement over the two, which was a very plasticky feeling yeah. device. The Gear S3, big tick for style, big tick for features, and overall, I think, a pretty impressive device. Get one if you're a Samsung uh, user. Uh, full review from Stephen at techguy.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. You're looking very nice. We're talking clean, about the... <laughs> The Braun Series 9. Now, this is a shaver that the company claims... What time did you shave today? Is, uh, this morning. Really? Is the world's most... That's pretty good shift- for you. <laughs> no, you normally stubble up pretty fast. Take, take it easy, don't No, I'm don't, suggesting don't, that that's mate. a really thin... I had a, I had a shave at about... What time was it? About 10.30 this morning? Yeah, I think you normally beard up pretty no, fast. No, I don't. You do? I do not. It's the Maltese. I don't. I don't. Anyway. I think you should bring the back Braun, the beard. The Braun Series yeah. 9. Yeah, look like you, mate. That'd be great. I have well, I have had a beard. I remember. remember I beard. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Bring yeah, it back. Yeah, uh, the missus hated it, but anyway. Mine's the the, uh, the Braun Series 9. She'll this, hate this you when is... I send her the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is a linear shaver. And so rather than the, you know, the, the other Philly shavers out there that are, have those circular blades, this is a linear shaver. So there's there's so much technology. I can't believe how much has gone into this. There's, they've got the two different cutters and different foils and all this and, and it's sort of 10,000 micro vibrations. Foils? Yeah, well, the foil is sort of what, what, makes, what brings the hair towards the blade and makes that cut. So what what Braun's got on board here is this synchrosonic shaving head that adjusts to the contours of your face, and what it tries to do is lift the hairs up so that you it can cut them more efficiently. And I've put on Tech Guide sort of the the blown up view of the blades and how they work, but it all comes down to how it worked for me. And I've never been a real big fan of electric shavers, 
but and, really? and I've got a solid beard. When when I I think when I tried this, I had like about three four days growth. I thought, well, if it's gonna if it's gonna get have a good challenge, now's the time. And I did use it, and it, one one stroke up my cheek, you could see, as I said in my story, like a a harvester had gone through a cornfield. You could easily see the path it had taken. Still needed a few strokes to get it close. And I did shave my whole beard and got a close shave. It just took a lot longer than it would with a razor. Yeah, but you wouldn't normally do a three-day no, growth with an electric not. razor. Maybe electric not. razor is an everyday thing. Absolutely right. But I found this This was uh, – it, it really gave me a close shave without too much effort. The problem I had with other shavers is that you've got to go over the same spot about five, six, seven times, and by then it's irritating your skin. What this has done is it, it's got special uh, coatings on the, on the blades anyway, like a titanium coating, so it's gentle on your skin, so you're not rubbing it too hard and making Stephen, your skin red. are you still using it? Uh, I use it, yes, I have. I've used it twice so far. I've used it once initially, then I used it again for, like I had a, like a one-and-a-half-day growth, and, and it gave me a guy's close shave. Uh, this morning, I, I got the, because I was in a hurry, I, got, I used my razor because I had to get out of the house real quick. But Could that's one thing there. I mentioned. That, that's one thing I mentioned. I said that the, shaving is, is a chore. To me, it's a chore. I don't look forward to shaving and sort of... Hello, Mr. Lazy here. What do you think I've got a beard for? It's not not like a hot bath. You're just going to luxuriate and enjoy. This is... I need to do a quick, mate. That wasn't an image that anyone needed, by the way. You know what I mean. It's not not something that you you take your time and do it. Shaving is something, to me, that has to be done quickly and efficiently. And this did it better than any other electric shaver I've done. Still not as good as my razor. And I use shaving oil rather than um, foam. And I did... because this can be used wet and dry, I used the oil and it, and it gave me a decent shave. But again, it, it's not as good as the my razor that I use, but better than any electric shaver that I've ever used. Does everyone feel like they know Stephen so much better now? <laughs> we feel really close. The shaving habits of Stephen Fennick. Yeah, I, two blokes. I don't know if I feel like I've violated something or whether or not it's a good thing. <laughs> maybe you should try it. I think maybe why don't you do a what? challenge, shave the beard off with the no. Braun Series 9. No, I'll do no. I'll, I'll do my trimming and stuff. Do you reckon I, maybe it's CES I can just go <laughs> up, up the cheek? No. It'd be like a footy trip. When you're no. asleep, I'll come in your room and shave your eyebrows and shave your beard. <laughs> like a football trip. You've never been on a football trip, no, so you don't know. No, but I've about. read enough stories about them to say that's not what's happening at CES. All righty then. Two blokes, doggy tech. I should mention what we didn't mention on the reviews mm. are the prices. Must have cost. <laughs> prices, yeah. The uh, the gear, the Samsung Gear S three is five ninety nine, and the Braun Series nine is six ninety nine. And someone else asked for a rating on your reviews. I said uh, I said uh, Gear S three four stars out of five. Yeah, I gave it about probably four point two, depending on my percentage <laughs> system. I think it's I, I did give a percentage. Yep. The Braun had eighty five percent. I think the um, the Gear S three had I think about like ninety two percent or something like that. Thank you for listening. 90%. Thank you for downloading. We've given you a full hour tonight. We full are hour, really. Wow. We are giving. Wow! I yeah. think the airport's closed now. I'm going to have to yeah. have to drive home. <laughs> you might have to. Yeah, because you're not staying here. Okay. <laughs> Understood. Oh, <laughs> well, you can. It'll just be on the floor. <laughs> uh, two blokes talking tech. We'll be back again next week, uh, celebrating episode 281. It's not really a celebration, but I think we should celebrate every week. Every week's a celebration, Trevor. Every day is a celebration. Oh, not at all. I started to feel like that. Oh, because we're getting old? No, but every day. Way to have a dig at the old bloke. Oh, no, no, that's you. Uh, (laughs) Every day is a celebration, people.
Okay. No, I like it. Let's use yeah. that as a motto. Anyway, Ziggy Zaggy's the hashtag. Thanks for listening. Thanks for nothing. We'll talk to you next week, folks.